Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time, time sports, sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. Mary belated Christmas coach how are you doing I'm doing wonderful and the same to you uh, wonderful Christmas and I hope the happy new year be, be right around the corner and Randy he gets to celebrate two at once today is coach Richardson's birthday yes so I was gonna, I was gonna yes I was gonna say that happy birthday coach yeah that, that comes every two days after the, uh, the good day so it has been a good day, and as long as we can get up, it's a good day. You were talking last time about having to share your birthday with your uh, with Christmas. Was still doing it, Rick. Right <laughs> <laughs> that, that's never changed. That's Some things I'm never well, change. Well, did you get the yeah, second sock? The same, man. Did you get the yeah, second sock today? I, I got two boxes. Whatever. You know, Rose gives one and gives me the bottom part of it on Christmas, the top part on birthday. There so. you go. There you <laughs> go. Nice. That is, Coach, I was asked this question to ask you. So here's the question. When you were handed the official box score following a game, what was the first thing that you looked for? First thing I look for. The only the thing that I uh, probably the, the 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 thing that I noticed the most is whether or not how hard did we play. That's that's so important to me. I, I'm not I'm not a box kind of guy mm-hmm. uh, or coach. You know I don't. If you get beat 15 rebounds and win by 30, how do you what what do you tell them? Why? Well, how did they get 15 rebounds? Or how did we get 30? Uh, the point the point is is that the the stats, the stats don't always tell the true picture of what the game is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the part that it, that I look at is is the fact that I was there, I saw the game, and you, you saw it on TV or you you know you, uh, you, you look like you've done a great job and you really haven't. Uh, not what I saw in person or uh, live. So. Uh, I guess the, the, 
field goal percentage to me is, is probably more important than than, it, than most things that I think in my case is shooting the ball well would be did we shoot 40 percent or 50 percent as a team uh, I think that's that's a big that one probably tells better truth did you look at turnovers too because yeah, that I was gonna ask you, same that question. gave you more possessions if you and I know possessions well, are big to you uh, you know, I automatically think of that as, you know, again, uh, on, on, the, on the fact that that's how we play. We, we play possessions. And the more possessions, the more shots, uh, and, and the better shots. I mean, it's not grind out everything. I mean, you know, guys go down and they run their offense and just grind it and grind it. You know, to me, you can never really keep the crowd in the game because it seemed like as you go, then you decided, well, we've got to grind this one. And the fans were then back out of the game. And, and, and I, my, my, our game plan was to keep the fans in the game as long as you can. Yeah, it seems like, Coach, when you're talking about keeping the fans engaged, whether it was Big Nasty throwing down a dunk or Al Dillard stopping somewhere near Greenwood, uh, Greenland and launching a <laughs> shot – and making a three, either either approach seemed to really ignite the crowd. It, I mean, to me, obviously the three gives you one extra point, but there is something about uh, throwing down a dunk, particularly in the face of an opponent, that really energizes a team. Well, I, I, again, it energizes the fans. Yeah. Uh, and the fans energize player yeah you know you you can look at it in a in a, a sense where you go to practice and you have a dunk in practice you know the the players say wow you, you got dunked on but do that in front of about 10 other people in the gym <laughs> now that now that's demoralizing so you know again the dunk the dunk is still the king of, of all of them the three is is beautiful especially when they're back to back but but that that dunk is something that, that shows aggressiveness, and you know I'm coming at you, and it, it just shows so much. I don't know if Big Nasty ever had a dunk rejected. I'm not sure anybody could uh, risk their life, <laughs> their arm. Uh, their that's what I was going to say. Break their arm up there, or their hand to get in the way, and uh, I, I I don't remember anyone. Not very many would take a charge on it either. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> no. which which brings up, you know, the charge is another call that ignites fans. When you take one, they've changed the rules to where it's it's not impossible, but it's close to impossible to get one. Do, do you like the fact that the offense has just about every advantage under the basket now? Oh, to me, that's, uh, you know, that's taking, I don't know what their purpose, sometimes the purpose is, is called called block probably to me block is called more than charge and you know again it's advantage disadvantage and they put you put that player at a disadvantage it should be it should be a blocking uh, call but it's it's a new ball game out there with the, the way they call it uh, uh, the one that was beginning to be a Pet peeve of mine is the three second call. It's a joke. 
I seen a guy take a couple of weeks and spend his, spend his camping trip, and, and you know, and, and they, the guy that comes out of it is like nothing that ever happened. I said, "How you do that?" Uh, it's a joke. The other one is you know, the Euro, the Euro, the Euro step. Hell, that's running. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, got, yeah. it's so out of hand that the officials have no clue what's walking and what's not. They have oh. no clue. And that spread to college. Ba- the, NF- the NBA started that, and it spread to college basketball. Oh, definitely. Whatever the, whatever the college uh, will do, that's what happens. Uh, uh, one of the things I, I enjoy the most, I went over and over and watched the high school play the, the night, and I had no idea they had a clock. And when I saw that clock, in there, I said, my God, they're stepping up the style of basketball, finally. You know, you, you go to a high school game and they're good in the four corners, and you can't tell if a kid can play or not play. Hmm. So he, he don't have to play. Get a two-point lead, and then you sit on it. And, but now you can't do that. And and now you got a amount of time to take a shot, or else the clock runs out on you. Uh, you know, uh, I tell some of our guys, we were way ahead of the time. Because if you hadn't shot the ball in five or ten seconds when you're down on that other end, you're not doing anything right. (laughs) Coach, this to me is one of my favorite times during the basketball season. And the reason I say that is it is the 2023 King Cotton Holiday Classic. Now, you may not know this story, but... I had the privilege of calling the game that um, Wilson was in, and after Lee Wilson, and after the game was over, he was my star of the game, mm-hmm. and I just happened to ask him, you know, what are your thoughts about uh, uh, college? You know, are you ready to make a, a decision? Well, yeah, I'm committing to the University of Arkansas. I got to tell you, my teeth dropped out. Because I never expected him to say that uh, on live radio. But this tournament produces so many great players, and I can't even begin to name them all, nor the great teams uh, that have locked horns. There was the legendary matchup between Anchorage, Alaska, and a guy by the name of Trajan Langdon, and a young man by the name of Corliss Williamson uh, from Russellville High School. And uh, Corliss rejected one of the shots of um, Trajan Langdon that I'm not sure ever came down. Because I mean, he not only blocked it, he <laughs> swatted it into the upper deck. But um, did you ever get a chance much, if any, to get down to the King Cotton Classic? I, I, I was down there quite a few times. King Cotton guy. I was. I, re- I remember going to the King Cotton Classic when I was even the coach at the University of Tulsa. Tulsa uh, rec- rec- recruited. They had some beautiful teams and some a lot of great players come through there. One of the players that we thought we might have a chance uh, is a big time NBA guard. And I, just as I thought about it, it slipped my mind. He's matter of fact, he's coaching the NBA right now. He's they played. They played Russellville in the championship game. 
and then Russellville beat him, I believe, by one point. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I said Trajan Langdon. It was Jason, Jason Kidd. Kidd. Yeah, Jason That's Kidd. Him. Jason yeah. Kidd. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Uh, we thought we, we, we had some pretty good conversation with him and his coach and his dad and his mom and stuff. But after they came here, after they came here and lost the game, after they came here and lost the game, uh, uh, on their way out, I, I could tell we that we were going to get him. <laughs> he thought the officiating wasn't too good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that kept him from. <laughs> Gee whiz! I think there were certain inducements at Cal that made it quite beneficial for Jason to go to California. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think it's another reason why they got a young man from Atlanta by the name of Sharif Abdul Rahim, who also ended up at Cal. (laughs) Yeah. Some of the great memories that we have of the uh, King Cotton Classic. Coach, here's a question for you by way of our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I don't know that you did you have William Mills? The question is, ask Nolan, yeah, reflect on the crowd favorites, dunks by William Mills. Is that from Hal from Maumel? Yes, I was. I, I got here one year when William, William Mills was still here. He played that year. Uh, he was one tremendous athlete. Uh, he, you know, he, we played him when I was, coach at Tulsa University and we played down in, in Little Rock. Uh, we played the uh, University of uh, Arkansas and Mills, Mills comes up with a, a big rebound and a tremendous dunk. I mean, he, he came from nowhere. Uh, and it was very quick and he was at least six, 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 seven size kid. But uh, he had some other problems but he was one heck of an athlete. Coach, he was freaky athletic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're talking about jump out of the gym. I don't know what his vertical was, but good gracious, could yeah. he play? Yeah. He had some talent. And uh, like I said, if, if, if he could have directed it and corralled it and yeah. put it in the right direction, yeah. he'd have been an unbelievable kind of basketball player. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's really tragic and tragic what happened to him but very sad but you're right as an athlete he was pretty amazing guys guys i've got a uh, a call for coach okay clyde good afternoon you have a question or comment for coach richardson is this clyde the glide fraser fletcher this is this is the clyde who gets on his camel and runs. <laughs> oh <laughs> okay uh, coach uh Coach Richardson, I just want to tell you that uh, it's a truly an honor and a privilege to speak with you. You've always been one of my favorite people, and I just just wanted you to know that. I want to I want to thank you for that also. Well, that's my that's my that's my privilege to to uh, tell you that. Now I'm a uh, I'm not a Razorback fan necessarily. I'm a, I'm a Carolina Tar Heel fan, mm-hmm. and with that in mind, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> Uh, what kind of rapport uh, that you may have had with uh, Coach Smith when at Chapel Hill? Mm-hmm. You... I didn't hear the what kind. Yes, of, what I kind of relation? What kind of relationship did you have with Dean Smith? 
I call him Dino. Dino, Dino, Dino was a wonderful, wonderful, uh, not only coach, person. Uh, he, he was a, uh, the players loved him. I mean, he was, uh, Dean was, it was, to me at one time, was sort of the master, the godfather of the game. And sometimes it was between him and, and Bob Knight. Those two guys were very, very strong when I was just a youngster coming into the college and the coaching. But uh, Dean had always impressed me as, as, as a guy that invented offenses and four corners and, you know, when not to jump and when to run. <laughs> so uh, all his clinics were, you know, what people are talking about today. He, he was a, uh, an innovator. He, he, he was a, a very smart basketball man. What was your uh, what was your opinion of uh, when he came up and devised that four corners? How did you feel about well, that? I, I, I hated four corners. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't a big fan either. My, of it. my, my was a, a four type of. I mean, before probably being in my playing days, we had Coach Don Haskins, who had played under Mister Iba. And I, I never forget a game we played in that at like a halftime. It was thirteen to twelve, you know. <laughs> so that means you know. And I, I made a mistake. I made a big mistake by a news guy asking me, "What a game!" I think we ended up thirty-one, thirty-five. Uh, what a game! That's the greatest defensive game I've ever seen or uh, in, in my life. And I said, "You, you call that defense?" I said, yeah. I said, well, "I call it keep away." They kept it away from we kept it away from them. They kept the ball away from us. So <laughs> hell, they, they, the scores ain't gonna be high. And so how come how come everybody relates scores to playing defense? And I get it, and I hear it today to this day. Well, he scored ninety points, and he scored well. That that, he, that team didn't play any defense. Hell, he did everything that a guy that maybe scored four points had some blocks. They had some, you know, especially when you can score up around 90, 80, 90 points, you, you plan some, you, you're playing any, this, people have to just let you score. I mean, playing a full corner don't make you say that you're a great defensive team either because if you're down there just passing the ball around, that, that, the clock is ticking. So how do you determine what's, what's a defensive game and what's not a defensive game? By the score? Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't yeah. think so. I think uh-huh. a game could be 130 to 135 and be a great defensive game, a great rebounding game, a great shooting game. I mean, they, they, they can. A lot of things can come about of that that situation. Well, Phil Phil Ford could sure run that. Uh, could run that four corners <laughs> yeah, for Carolina. He yes, he could. He could. He was. Uh, he was good at it. I, I Phil was really. Uh, well, I, was, I got to tell you, though, while he's on the phone, North Carolina Sports Information Director for a long time was a guy named Rick Brewer. And I always thought it was an honor to play North Carolina. Arkansas beat North Carolina with Charles Ballantyne's shot. Yeah, Nolan's, team, Nolan's team beat North Carolina in 1990 at the NCAA tournament. Right. Uh, North Carolina had a hard, a national championship team, had a hard time with Arkansas's 93 team. And in 95, Arkansas beat them at the Final Four. And I remember after that game, I told Rick, I said, you know, it's always a, it's an, always an honor to play you and play North Carolina. He says, well, it ought to be. You guys beat us all the time. 
Well, I, I uh, think Carolina still has the has more wins than Arkansas. So. Oh yeah. Well, since then, yeah, they won a couple of the NCAA tournament, but it's it's Arkansas, but they weren't Dean Smith wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, Coach, once again, it's it's an honor and a privilege, and I appreciate having the chance to speak with you. My pleasure, man. Thank you, Clyde. Thank you, Clyde. You You know, Coach, you did coach in a golden age of coaches. There Mm. were so many great coaches. And I know there's still great coaches, but they lasted longer. Do you you think we're going to see coaches last as long at their schools as as they used to back then? No. I I guarantee you five, six, seven years of max. You you, you know, (laughs) you you better, a lot of them, you got to get line that posse up get the posse out of town before they get to you. So, <laughs> I just don't see them staying that long. You know, there used to be a time back in, in the old day uh, when you had a handshake, and that was good as gold. You know, uh, but now there is no there's no loyalty from player standpoint, coach's standpoint, administration standpoint. It's, it's, it's a matter of who's going to be the almighty dollar going to speak louder than any anything or anyone so uh you're dealing with more things today than we probably had to deal with in our day you know uh it's it's a it's a new ball game it's semi-pro uh i mean you don't go you don't have to go to school but i remember they was Nailing me to the cross by graduation rate. See, I ain't heard nothing about a great uh, uh, student athlete. Uh, oh, it, I'm getting me started on the things that are uh, not right. <laughs> Coach, hang on. we got to step aside for a moment. That is Coach okay. Nolan Richardson. Thanks once again to Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. It's time for Rollin' with Nolan. On Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. This, by way of Twitter... This from Coach Matt Zimmerman. He says, Most wanted him fired in year one and two as his teenage daughter Yvonne was dying. Persevered. Three Final Fours. Five Conference Championships. Four Conference Tournament Championships. Two National Title Games. One National Championship. Happy. Number 60, 60th birthday, Coach Richardson. 
I think I exaggerate just a little bit, Coach. Yeah. Well, Matt Zimmerman is definitely one of your biggest fans, Coach. One of my guys, man. He's uh, he was one of the hardest workers we had. Uh, you know, Matt could play. Matt probably could outshoot everybody on our team. Really? Didn't he know that, like, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Matt could shoot the rock. He could shoot it, and uh, they, they they'd have those little pickup games. I keep in there from time to time, and Matt be out there just sticking it like he uh, like he was on the team. <laughs> and he was. Wow. He was a player, and he kept, us, he kept everything going the right way. Well, great for him. Good for him. Well, next time I see him, I'll tease him about being a schooler. <laughs> That's right. Take, take you out and school you, right, Coach? I, I couldn't hear the last word. No, I, he could take you out and school you. You know, kind of like oh, yeah. what yeah, the kids yeah. call posterizing now. You know, when they yeah, go over yeah. somebody and dunk it, well, sound like right. Matt could, uh, he, did, he, did he talk smack while he was doing it? Matt, Matt I don't think Matt knew what, what smack was. <laughs> he was talking it and didn't know it. <laughs> he was just a baller. He was just a baller. All right, Coach, I got another question for you from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I'll just say it's from the 501. As Coach, reflect on – no, that's not the one I want to read. Where did the one I wanted to read? Where did it go? They were asking about uh, Tom Penders, and there was another coach, and you never, never lost to oh, – well, only one time. Only one time. Oh, here it is. It's, not, it's on the, um, uh, the Gangster Museum of America Live Fin Feedback. Mitch says – from Northwest Arkansas. Ask Coach what his thoughts are on Dale Brown and Tom Penders. I think he lost a grand total of one game to both of them. <laughs> uh, I, 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 Dale Brown tells me only that I went 10 and 1 or something like that. I, I had no clue. And uh, Sweet Tom, if he won more than. Matter of fact, his chances were to beat me and our team when I walked off the floor. They had the game won, as far as I was concerned, and I thought they they thought they were concerned. But Lee Mayberry didn't have that same feeling. <laughs> he just he hits the three and puts it into overtime, and the thing was gone and win the ball game. So one of those years, we, we I believe we beat Texas four times. We, we, that's Rick with yeah one of those series. Regular season twice, conference tournament, and NCAA tournament. I think that was 1990. I think you're right. Four times you beat Texas in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> now, Coach, wasn't it, wasn't it legend that uh, it was Matt Zimmerman who came and got you from the locker room? Uh, that was after uh, the game was sent into overtime? Shot. Yeah. That, that was that game that went into overtime that I left the gym for. I had to go take care of some business. <laughs> and and why why was it Matt that came to get you? It was it was Matt. He was a head he was a head man there. He was him and Coach Edgar and Coach Anderson. And so I don't I don't know. I, you know, on my way out, I said, "Well, hell, they don't need me. They're already tied the game." 
but I, I had to pass by Tom Penders on my way to my bench. And that, that, that's, that, I think that was the part that I enjoyed the most. But <laughs> 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 uh, it kind of bothered him pretty much that I, I could come back. After that, they changed the rules, the laws, and everything about leaving the bench. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, yeah. We woke up some folks. They decided that you can't, you folks, you can't leave the bench anymore. <laughs> I said, "Well, I hope I don't have to have the nature call business anymore." Either. Well, that's kind of funny you say that, Coach, because now they got the coaching box that you're supposed to stay in, and if you're talking about something that is abused, who was the coach, Rick? That was. Uh, gosh, he was he was a good ten feet out on the floor, and oh, there was Cal- Calipari's out there all the time. Yeah, his box. I Maybe don't know it's who you're talking about, but anyway, he was lucky he wouldn't run over. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I may be thinking about a football, that was football. coach. Yeah, that was, that was a football coach. Yeah, that okay. was uh, uh, A&M's fired coach Fisher. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, came, Jimbo came Fisher. Of, you're absolutely correct. The, other the other team picked it up, ran it back, and almost ran over Jimbo. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wouldn't want that. So, Coach, I, I I wanted to. I think you've probably answered this question before on our show, but I, I I've forgotten your answer, and I'd, I'd like to ask it again if I've asked you already. There's so much movement now geographically with conference changes. Arkansas was the first school to move from one conference to another, all the way back in announced in 1990. What did you think when you found out Arkansas was going to go from the Southwest Conference to the Southeastern Conference? Well, you know, I never really, you know, when you grew up in in the in the, in the state there, and I didn't I didn't see basketball as important as in the Southwest Conference as it could have been in the Southeastern Conference. I heard so much more about Southeastern Conference. It didn't. I, I, the only the only time I would regret anything about any of that movement is leaving Barnio. Mm-hmm. We could play in any we could play in the NBA conference. I could care less. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to leave. I didn't. I can be honest. I didn't want to leave Barnhill Arena because uh, you just couldn't come in there and, and win. Uh, and 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 it didn't matter how you played. There's some nights we didn't play very good, but we won. But a lot of that has to do with fans, students, body, Jim Robson. I mean, it, it just made it so, so, so difficult. But going to the Southeast Conference, how for that? Because it had a better reputation. We get to play, we get to play the Kentuckys and the Alabamas. Yeah. yeah. They say they say are so good. But when we when winning that league, I'm not sure I have to ask. Right, uh, Rick. This we we, we were. I, I believe fourteen and two, sixteen games in division. Yeah. And the two games we lost were by one point. Yeah. Questionable call. I was going to say, going in the SEC, what'd you think of that call Don <laughs> Rutledge made at Alabama? Uh, <laughs> that one, and I and I rewarded him after that. Made him the man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> for those those who don't know, Arkansas was down by one. Todd Day hit a shot. They called him for charging when it easily should have been a block. And Alabama won by one point. And Don Rutledge was yep. the guy that called it. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you can go back and see some of those things. I'm saying, wow. And 
and and the part that was really good is the fact that we were not respected as as I thought we would be just coming from the final no more you know we had just been to the final four from the Southwest Conference school moving into the Southeastern Conference and there was some of the coaches that well you know they they didn't play anybody over there. Yeah. And uh, I guess we didn't play anybody when we got into <laughs> South East Conference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was a it was a major move, and it was I always thought winning the SEC in '92 was one of your greatest accomplishments, and it may have worn the team out by the time you got the NCAA because it was exhaustive. Everybody wanted to beat you bad because it was the first year in the league, and. Only you only lost two games. That was pretty amazing accomplishment. Well, like I said, there were so so many good things happened for us, and we, we you know, you, you sit back and you think, God, about it. the thing that I would tell some of our players, especially the ones who finished in the second place, and, uh, is can you imagine when you won the national championship? Nobody knew who you were, but you just went along and won it. But now coming back, you got to play everybody's championship night. It's every yeah. night against you. Every mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you play, play them twice, you got two championship games with that one team. Uh, and 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 so you if you if you go thirty wins, look what you have accomplished. Because every night they come in to play you, because people are coming to see when you go get beat too. So. It, that was an accomplishment, I, you know, getting it once, but to be able to just pull it off the court twice, like Krzyzewski had done and, and, and the young man from Florida, Billy Donovan, was able to do it, you know, that, that's quite a feat. Because you were speaking, or at least Rick mentioned, some of the legendary coaches you had a chance to go up against, Bayheim and... Smith and so forth and so on. So I'll save that till we get back because I don't want to shortchange your answer. We have the coach with us, Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks once again to Slim Chickens. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Slim's Holiday Catering makes it easy to be the holiday hero. Fresh, hand-breaded tenders, perfectly fried wings, and all the southern sides made fresh for you. It's easy. Just order on the Slim's app or website and leave everything to us. You can get it delivered right to your door. Any party, any size. Slim's has your crowd covered. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. 
recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Our daughter Jessie loves playing detective. A clue. But since we discovered she has sensitive skin, we've been playing detective too. We thought the problem was our puppy. But it was actually our old detergent. Aha. Uh-huh. So we switched to Tide Free and Gentle. Tide cleans better than the leading competitive free detergent and it doesn't leave behind irritating residues. Plus, Tide Free and Gentle has no dyes or perfumes, so it's gentle on her skin. Case closed. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Free and Gentle. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right superstart battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. All right, Coach, here is the question I started uh, right before the break, and that was about some of the great coaches that you locked up. Uh, the battle when you were head coach at the University of Arkansas, one that doesn't get mentioned much. He was extremely flamboyant with that checkered jacket, and I'm talking about Coach Wimp Sanderson. Flat <laughs> Wimp. Plaid wimp, I love it. Yeah, he, he was he was quite a character. You know, when when, you, when we when we talk about some of the great coaches, you know, it it it, it never it never comes out that one of the greatest coaches that's ever coached the game was Eddie Sutton. Eddie Sutton was a brilliant basketball coach who had who did the things. What I enjoyed about what he did was he made everybody play like him. 
mm-hmm. and, he, and no one could play like him. And, and, and so uh, that's that's what you call that's that's a basketball coach. You get the style that you can play like, and nobody can play like you. That's who he was. I, I never beat Eddie. I played him three times. I played him in Little Rock when I was coach at Tulsa. I played him in Tulsa, Oklahoma when I was coach at Arkansas. I played him in Arkansas at, at uh, Little Rock. Those were the times that we had a chance to play all games by one or two or three points. But he was he was a he was the guy that that, that, that I, when you when you put those coaches of uh, Dean Smith and the Bobby Knight, the Chesky's, Roy Williams, I mean Eddie's right up there, way up there with all those guys. You know, Coach, the uh, the term they use today, we imposed our will on them. We imposed our will. Well, you imposed your will on a lot of teams, and Coach Sutton did with his defense. I mean, he imposed that ironclad defense he could throw up there, and it was – I loved it. It was always man-to-man. I, I don't know how many times you probably could count on one hand. In fact, Coach Muss is like that. He hates zone, and apparently Eddie – Hated zone. Uh, when I started out, I did not like zone because I played for Don Haskins, who played for Mr. Iba. That's right. So all we was, I mean, every all of his trees, they know the defensive end. But I was more into the fact I got to get out and run. I've got, I have a little bitty team. I, I can't sit around and and just guard everybody and grind out every point. We got to touch balls. We got to steal balls. We got to get some cheap baskets. All those things come into play, and again, it changed the game for me. But I have the same principle of all these the, the coaches of Coach Haskins or Mr. Ibers or Eddie Sutton. That we are, we just we can uh, we can approach the defensive end anytime because that's what we teach is defense. Only mine is exotic. Let's go get it. And, and if you foul at getting after, you know you, you you're trying. To me, I'm trying to make them play the way I want you to play, mm-hmm. and, and that's what Eddie did with his defense. He made you—you you had the, your turn, my turn. You know, my offense against your defense. Well, mine is my offense and my defense against <laughs> your. <laughs> and so, it just depends on your philosophy of the game. And like I said, I think a little bit out of the box because I had to do certain things to be competitive, and I found out that it was better get active on both ends of the floor than just on one end. Randy, we, we need to mention this before we go off the air tonight because a lot of people are into year-end giving. Yes. And, uh, Thank you, Rick. Yvonne Richardson Fund is a great place to give. You're looking for a tax deduction. You're, you're in a situation where, gosh, I've got to give some money away. Well, uh, what a great place to put it in the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. And uh, it's easy to do. You can just go on the Internet and go to giftyvonne, G-I-F-T-Y-V-O-N-N-E dot com, and you can give right there on your computer. Don't have to write a check, anything else. It is tax deductible. Great way to, to uh, finish the year with year-end giving because that money is going to be utilized to help uh, people who are in need, and that's been done for year after year after year. We'll say again that Slim Chickens, we are grateful to them for their sponsorship because the money that they uh, pay for this spot is given to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. So great way to end the year if you'd like to give to a very, very good cause. Absolutely. Could not say it better. 
All right, this from the Gangster Museum of America Live Feed and Feedback. Trey says, first time I saw T.J. Cleveland play was at the Rumble on the Ridge in the late 90s in Four City, Arkansas. I think he played for Minor Owl. How did Coach Richardson discover Kareem Reed and Pat Bradley? Was it in high school tournaments? Oh, I, I, I got the first look at him during the Peach Jam. You know, they had those mm-hmm. uh, AAU meets that's held in Georgia, uh, Florida, Orlando, Florida. Yeah, uh, that's, where I, that's where I saw Pat Bradley uh, during the AAU meets. Uh, that, that is probably uh, during our recruiting period and our time that we have. They set up all those games and and, uh, you know, you, you run across a kid that you haven't, they've been talking about, but you actually get to see someone that no one's talking about, and they're pretty good players. So that, to me, I used to hopefully pride myself in recruiting guys that nobody else really talked to play. I think Pat could shoot the basketball. Who got, who got to go to uh, New York City and recruit Kareem? Uh, I spent most of the time up there between uh, – uh, uh, Mike uh, Anderson, Coach Anderson, he, he got a chance to be up there quite a bit. Uh, I I played with guys that that had sent me players to my junior college from the New York area. Greg Stewart was the he's not passed away. God bless his soul. Uh, uh, was one of my first centers out of out of New York, and and one of my teammates named Willie Brown a New York guy who kept an eye on things and helped sending players to me from from New York, the New York area. Uh, UTEP's whole basketball team that won a national championship, half of them from the East Coast. And so that's why your players have very, become very important to you. The guys, your ex-players, they can, they, they can run across guys and who knows, their father or their best friend and with somebody's roommate in college. Uh, you, you have to do everything you can to make sure that you got uh, those kind of people involved in the program. So Kareem Reed was probably the only point, true point guard I've ever had. Uh, the rest of them were combo guards. Like Mayberry was more of a combo point guard and a two guard. So, uh, but uh, Kareem was actually all the way a point guard. I've always visualized Mike out uh, sitting in the bleachers at an outdoor court where I can see Kareem out there. They have these legendary street games uh, in New York City, and I can see Kareem out there going up against grown men and just, uh, back to that term, schooling them because he loved to drive the ball to the basket. And uh, I've always had that vision. And probably that didn't happen at all. But it sure oh, yeah, it happened. It okay. Happened, yeah, uh, you know, we, we we taught the kids from the East Coast with drivers heading to the basket, and the kids on the West Coast with jump shooters. You want jump shooters to go to the West Coast, you want driving to the basket to go to the East Coast. Love it. Coach? Hey, Nolan, happy Merry Christmas, happy yes. birthday, happy New Year. You get them all in one show. How's that? That's pretty good. <laughs> we love you, Coach. We'll talk with you next week. Happy New Year. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. So long, everybody. 
happy holidays from all of us at 1037 The Buzz. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.